welcome to California. We've been dealing with this issue for a while. Listen, we've got to take care of this first. Pride, fullness of bread, abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Verse 50. And so they were haughty. They thought they were better than everybody else and committed abomination before me. See, we can just look for the fruit of sin. All the while, we have the sin in our heart. The the fruit might come out different, if you would. You might not be homosexual. You just might be a player. You might be heterosexual, but still lost in sin. Sexual immorality takes various forms. Listen, if we we've got to get the we've got to get the heart right. If we don't get the heart right, it might not be you that suffers, but it might be your children. It might be your children's children. Go to John chapter 8 and verse 30. John chapter 8 and verse 30. Don't worry about standing. We got. Brother Harrelson knew what he was getting. And as, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Now, Brother Nate, I think it would be interesting if you would, did a little study and went back. I wonder what words he was talking about that caused people. No, you ain't got to get them leave. Okay. I got to have somebody to pick on. But what, many believe, verse 31, then said Jesus to the Jews, which now he's talking, Brother Nate, to those that believed on him. They believed. Don't you know belief isn't enough? Jesus says to those that believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Verse 32. And ye shall know. It's not just an acquaintance. It's not just, I read it in a book somewhere, Brother Harrelson, but it is no. It's you have a relationship with the truth. A lot of times the problem is, now maybe not in Alabama, but in California, a lot of our problem is we like to come to church and we have relationship with the church, but our relationship with God is non-existent. But if you know the truth, if, if you know who Jesus is, if you know Know what Jesus can do in your life. Whoa, what a difference it will make. What a difference it will make. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Next scripture, verse 33. Then answered him, We be Abraham's seed. We're Jews. We're special people, brother Nate. And we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? 
It's a little something called cognitive dissonance. It, it, it dissonance. It's it's a when your perception is not reality. Really? You don't know your ancestors? Let's not forget about Egypt, maybe. Uh, how about Babylon? Uh, nah. We never were in bondage to any man. Really? That's interesting. That's interesting. You don't know the past. You don't know where you come from. Why? It's not convenient. Why? Because we like, we like to be a proud people. I've always been independent. I've always, I never needed nothing. Oh, you needed the blood of Jesus Christ. Because what? You couldn't do it on your own, but you needed that perfect sacrifice. You needed the perfect lamb. You don't know your past. And you go, that's, I like to forget my past too. But let's talk about Rome for a second. See, not only do you not even, you as a Jewish people, you don't even know your past, but your present. What's that centurion walking by right there? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, we're under Roman occupation. You don't know your past and you don't know your present. But we're not in bondage to any man. You see what Jesus does. Let's go to the next scripture. Jesus doesn't even address Egypt. He doesn't address brother bondage, brother champion. He doesn't address the Romans at this point. But he gets to the matter of the heart. Doesn't matter what you're... Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost here. Maybe it's just me, but, you know, God doesn't care about your past. He doesn't care about, brother Adam, what your present is, but he cares about what your heart is. He doesn't say, let's talk about the issues of Rome. Let's talk about the issues of the... No, no, no. He says, whosoever committeth sin is the servant to sin. I don't care about your past. I don't care about your present. But I care about your heart. Aren't you glad, Brother Justin, that he cares about your heart? Amen. Because what he knows doesn't matter what your circumstances is. He doesn't... Oh, it doesn't matter where you've been, but it matters what your heart is. It matters what your heart is. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. I'm so grateful and I'm thankful that he doesn't care about everything I've done. He doesn't care about what my... My daddy did. He doesn't care about what my grandpa did. But. You know, Brother Nate, you've been in, you, you were, you, you, you're multi-generational Pentecostal. Yeah, I am. But I still needed the blood of Jesus Christ. Because what my family puts fun and dysfunctional. Uh, we, 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 we just, uh, we've had a lot of mistakes in our past, and we've had a lot of blunders and mess-ups, and maybe I'm the only one. Now, I'm glad my wife's here today. Praise God. You know why? Because I know somebody else has, amen, mistakes in their past, too. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2. We've got to be careful 
1 John chapter 2, verse 3. We've got to be careful that we don't disconnect, that we truly recognize what reality is and, and the issues that we're facing. And Brother Harrelson started talking last, last, last I don't know, recently. But the champion really threw us up. He, he got us all tired and got us out in the woods Saturday morning at oh dark 30. And I don't know if I've recovered yet. So I can't remember when we were talking about it, Brother Harrelson, but just re, like since we got here. But show me one time where social media really helped a relationship. Show me one time where alcohol really helped a relationship. Show me one time where, where drugs and alcohol and marijuana really helped the situation. Huh. Yeah, you might be able to show me one or two. Oh, you know, I got a, oh come on, it's California. I'm sorry, I'm, I pastor in California. Uh, you know, I've got a medical card. Yeah, that's great. I'll show you lives upon lives that have been ruined by suicide, by marijuana-induced psychosis and the epidemic of depression. Why? Because it doesn't fix the heart. We're just going to mask it. We're going to cover it up. But God says, you're dirty, come here. He doesn't say, dear, you're dirty, go away. But he says, you've got issues. You're tired and you're weary. He says, go get some rest. He says, no, come into me. I'll give you rest. Oh, thank God. 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. And hereby do we know that we know him. How do, you, how do we know that we know him? Simple question. How do we know that we know him? If we keep his commandments. Verse number 4. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments. Oh, John. Uh, John's a little bit of a jerk there. Huh? He just kind of, Brother Harrelson, we were talking about that last night. Ah, he's just a little bit of a, yeah, okay, he's just telling the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. I know him and keep not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So what are his commandments? Well, uh, you know, I like reduction. You go, what's reduction? Well, you take balsamic vinegar and some, you reduce that and make a balsamic glaze, it's really good. It's the condensation of something. It's the, it's the, the, the summation of something. It's, this is where, okay, the brass tacks, where the rubber meets the road. That's where I like to live. Because you can get all kinds of, uh, JP, you can get all kinds of things wrong if you're just out here in the abstract. But I like reality. I like where the real issues are. Because you, you well... We had a, uh, yeah, we better move on. Uh, you know, we, we have issues. You know, Benson, the other day we were having this youth debate, and they're like, well, if you had this hypothetical of if you were lost on a desert island, there was no water, and, and the Bible says you must be baptized, and why? Uh, yeah, we like to deal with that. No, I don't like to deal with that. I like to deal with you need to be baptized, here's water. What? Right? Uh, let, let's see what the Word says, and, and, and let's follow what the Word says. That, that's, that's good enough for me. And 
Hopefully that's good enough for you. If not, we, we got to get to that point where we just say, I accept the word for what the word says. So let's go to Matthew 22, verse 36. So what is his commandments? Keep the Sabbath. Oh, it got quiet. It's okay. Kill. Commit adultery. Right? That's the Ten Commandments. What does Jesus say? He boils it all down and he says, Master, the, 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 oh, I can't remember who asked him, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Verse 37. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Number one. Number two. Verse 38. The second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Back to 1 John chapter 2. So what's his commandment? That you love God and you love your neighbor. You see, a lot of times we get all these issues in life, and I'll boil it down to, to Sister uh, Tabitha. I'll boil it down real concise for you. There's, there's four areas in life, and, and I could say I could take any, Brother Justin, uh, any problem you've got, and I could say it's probably in one of these four areas is the root cause. I got trouble with this. You don't love God with all your heart. I got trouble with that. You don't love your neighbor. Oh, I got, yeah, okay. okay it, it's, it, hang on. It's going to be a bumpy ride for a second, but it's going to get good. Amen? Listen, everybody was thankful for the word in the beginning. But when, okay, we talk about this quite a bit. Uh, Brother Kilman is kind of the first one that formulated it for our church. But the difference between a surgeon, now you guys are a bunch of medical folks. I'm just a redneck. You know, I do, uh, surg I do surgery on uh, pigs with the boys, you know. And, but, you know, the difference between uh, a surgeon's scalpel and somebody sticking you in the back alley, they both cut. But one is for your betterment, the other one is for your detriment. I don't want to find out that difference. Do you? Because when it's for your detriment and somebody's going to kill you, I don't want that. But God cut my heart. Cut me. <laughs> oh, man. I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Verse 5, but whosoever, uh, but whoso keepeth his word, verse number 5, chapter 2, verse John, in him verily is the love of God perfected, hereby know that we are uh, in him. And hereby know, and, and Bible quizzers, who's Bible, who, who does senior Bible quizzing in here? All right. So in him, so what him is the love of God perfected it. Whoever keeps the word, right? Okay. So guess what? I want to keep the word, Brother Adam. I've got not just I want to, I have to keep the word. Okay. Uh, say that. Well, okay, verse number six. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Oh, now you got John saying, you know what? You say you follow him, you should walk just like Jesus walked. Oh, Jesus, help him. Love God, love your neighbor. Let's go to 1 John chapter 2, verse 9. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his... Uh, let's, let's just, uh, let's find something more convenient to read. Hmm. 
He that saith he's in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light. There is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth. I keep stumbling. I keep, well, let's, let's, let's just reduce it down to three things. Love God, love your neighbor, and love your brother. Well, I get irritated when Brother Nate doesn't play the piano like I like him to play the piano. Maybe you need to get a love for your brother. Just maybe, well, I don't like it when Tina, when my wife, and I won't say, I'm going to put it in, uh, well, whatever, y'all just don't, don't do this to your wife because you don't have the relationship I have with my wife, amen. Uh, I don't recommend this for everybody. She loves me dearly. I don't like it when Tina makes my eggs over easy. I like them over medium. And I'm a whole, well, maybe you should love your brother a little bit. Maybe you should love your wife. Maybe, maybe you should love your neighbor. Well, I just don't like it. Well, maybe it's not about what you like. Maybe it's about God working. So, you know, sometimes God has a hard time dealing with us when he gives us something we like, Brother Adam. But you know what? He deals with us sometimes when he gives us something we don't like. You go, how do you? That's not true. Well, talk to Paul about it. Take this from me. He says, no, that thorn in the side, that's good for you. That's going to keep you saved. Oh, but I... I want to speak deliverance. I want victory. I want angels. I, yeah, but maybe God put that in your life for a reason. I don't know if I, did I, did I mention last time that God healed me? I talk about my healing. Did I? I can't remember. No. I had what was called inverted papilloma. I had eight surgeries over five years. It was the hardest five years of my life. I, I took and it was, they couldn't give me six months to live. It was terrible. It, it was really hard. In the middle of all of that, Brother Justin, we started a church and we started pastoring. You know how hard it is to, anybody want prayer today? Anybody need a healing today? Why don't you come forward? All the while knowing, you know, I got an MRI coming up next week. God, touch this brother and touch this sister. God, heal him. Heal him. Okay, this is me. I go to conferences, Brother Harrelson. Oh, everybody's going to be healed tonight. Really? Uh, I didn't get my healing. Maybe I didn't have enough faith because that's what we're told. Your healing is because you don't have enough faith. But in reality, God was working things out in me, Brother Patterson. It was, it was needful for me to have those eight surgeries over five years. What was it? God was pulling things out of me that he couldn't pull out of me through a blessing or through, through whatever else in life. But it was through hardship. It was through sickness that he was able to get some things out of me. And we're getting there. Don't, don't, uh, you're getting nervous. Brother Harrelson's like, ah, I sure hope Sister Tina does better tonight. Amen. Should these boys, we're going to have to have the boys come and sing. Amen. Lift us up. Well, praise God. Oh, what is it, God? I want my heart to be right. I want you to cut me. I need a reality check. Love God, love your neighbor, love your brother. John then goes into three scriptures on maturity. 
he talks about maturity, and then he gets down to the next issue of love. Uh, what's the three things? Love God. Love your neighbor. All right, now he deals with maturity. He gets down to verse 15. See, we like the first three. But I'm going to tell you today, if you got the fourth one, the first three you got issues with. Tell me how addiction helped your relationship. I can tell you how my lack of addiction helped my relationship. Tell me how you're, you're, uh, you, you fill in the blank. You tell me how your love for the world helped your relationship. And I'll tell you how my lack of love for the world helped my relationship. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And this is why it doesn't help the other three, brother champion, because if any man loved the world, the love of the Father. Hold out now. Now we're getting, oh, man, what is it? You can't love with the honest and pure love that Christ put in you. Why? Because you love the world. What is it? You've got some desire there that's not of God. The love of the world affects everything else in your life. Everything. You go, but I don't have time to read my Bible. Yeah, because you love Should I start off easy or start off light, Brother Harrison? Should I tread where, should I tiptoe? But I love YouTube. I love Pinterest. You go, but those are innocent. Yeah, but they're time stealers. But, 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 but I, I, that, that's, uh, yeah, I don't have time to read my Bible, but I got time to look at, Dancing cats and laughing dogs. And, and listen, I've done my fair share. You want to hear something funny? Go watch the goats that sing. It's, donkeys are hilarious. They are. I just, you know, God made them. He had a sense of humor. But when it comes down to laughing dogs, laughing donkeys, and, and, and goats singing, and you ain't got time to read the Bible... I'll show you how donkeys, goats, and dogs hurt your relationship, and reading your Bible helps your relationship. God doesn't care about your past or your present. He cares about your heart. Don't did. Well, that's just not my reality. Oh, no, no, honey, that is your perception. Your reality is you are in bondage. I know you might call it entertainment, but it's bondage. I know you might not like what this preacher is preaching today. But listen, I'll tell you what, if I could help you in the student building, let me help you in your heart today. What is it, God? I want my heart to be right. I've got to reach my community. I've got to. I've got to. We pa- I, I, I'm going to brag for a second, Brother Harrelson. We pastor a church of, say, 90% first generation. We, we don't really have to deal with this love of the world too much. Why? Because they come out of the world. 
They don't want nothing to do with the world. But you spend a couple years in church and just right next to Egypt, I'm going to get as close as I can and work in my I'll just get right on the border of Egypt. God said, come out and be separate. Come on out. You know why separation's good? Okay. Now, my, my, my family's from Oklahoma. I don't know if we speak the same language, Brother Harrelson. But you don't see the forest for the trees. You're so, you're so, you're still in all the mess. You don't see the freedom. You don't see the joy. All you see is I can't survive without my marijuana. I can't survive without my alcohol. And you just see all the, but if we could just back up a little bit. God, I, I see what you want for me. A lot of times we just keep seeing the mess because we don't see the cross. We've got to turn around and go a new direction in life. We've got to go a new direction. Yes, but it's family. You might have to turn your back on your family for a minute. You might have to turn your back on your old friends. And until you get strong enough, you can pull them out instead of letting them pull you back. The love of the world affects everything. Is this okay? James chapter 4. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Where do these wars and fightings come from? Where, Where does this struggle come from? come from the lust that war in your members. It comes from this inordinate affection of things that you shouldn't have. Verse number two, you ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not. Why? Because ye ask not. Verse number three. Don't worry, we're going to come back to that one. Ye ask and receive not. Why? Because ye ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. What is it? I want this. I want this because I want to feel good. I want this because I and I and I and I. Verse number four, ye adulterers and adulteresses. You know what adulterers and adulteresses are? Those are people that have broken covenant. He says, you covenant breakers, know ye not that friendship, because, okay, here's the problem. We read this, and we do the same thing I started out with. I'm not an adulterer, so I don't need this. doesn't apply to me. But, oh, hang on, Brother Patterson. When you consider it's covenant breakers, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. And see, we want to argue at this point. Well, friendship. I'm just a friend. Uh, it's an acquaintance. No, no, no. You can look it up in blue letter. I don't know if everybody uses blue letter, but look it up in blue letter because we like to argue with weak word studies. We like to find the translation that best fits our habits. Somebody say amen. We, 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 go, we, we, we don't go to the strongest. We like going to the weakest. And Well, 
you know what friendship means? Brother Harrelson is my friend. We talk quite a bit. Pretty much daily. I didn't want to embarrass you that you have such poor friends. I'm sorry, Brother Harrelson. Your image is very tarnished now. I apologize. That, oh, this is friendship. No, no. It means fondness. Oh, even though I don't talk to him once a week? Yeah. yeah. But if you just look at it and go, oh, man, I, I shouldn't even say, that's smoking. Oh, that's some fondness. Mm. That just got me in trouble. Mm. What is it? You, you're looking at something saying like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I gave up alcohol, but I remember the good times. I gave up the marijuana, but I remember the good times I had while I was high as a kite. I gave up the meth, but, but I gave up the immorality. I gave up the homosexuality. I gave up the playing around, and I gave up all of the stuff on that, but I still remember the good times and the women and the Okay. Come on, somebody. It's not just friendship, but it's fondness. It's, it's a matter of just you looking at it. And I believe there's a scripture that talks about that. I forgot it now. It's something that says we take, that we don't, we don't necessarily do, but we even just, we take pleasure in them that do them. You might watch it on your, oh, Lord, I better not say that one, Brother Harrelson. We're just going to watch it on our monitor. Because we don't believe in television. So all of us millennials now, we go, we don't have television. We just got tablets and phones. and We don't have the old, uh, yes, yes. We like to play semantics with God. And I'm not a friend, but God says, no, no, it's, it, James says, no, it's just fondness, honey. It, it's not just a daily talking to. It's just you, you thinking about it with fond memories. Is enmity. Hostility, it's the opposite of friendship. It's, it's hatred. Is hatred with God, is hostility with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world. Whosoever will be fond of the world. See, you can hate certain things, and that's what Satan loves for us to do. We hate this, we hate that, we all, that's sin, that's sin, that's it. Yeah, alcoholism, and da 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 that's bondage. Yes, it's bondage. But let's talk about entertainment. Let's talk about other things in life that steal our time, that, that pull us away from church, that pull us away from consecration, that pull us away. Because both are going to end up in the same spot. Both will take you to the same hell. Both will take you to the same pit. God, help me. Cut me today. Cut me today. Give me a new heart. I haven't searched it out, but it sounds pretty good. Brother Harrelson, someday I'll get around. But Brother Seidenfeiden told us that we were up there, that, he, that God would give you the desires of your heart. Not that if you want a Lamborghini, God's going to give you a Lamborghini, but he would give you the proper desires of your heart. That no longer I would want a Lamborghini, but I would want to see my neighbor saved. I don't want a Tesla. I don't want some. 
garbage electric truck that's going to die in five years. But God, that I would truly want what you want in my life. That I would let my light shine where you want me to let my light shine. Oh, Jesus, help us. Okay. Who knows who Richard Dawkins is? Younger crowd? Richard Dawkins is a very prominent atheist. You know what Richard Dawkins said, Tabitha? Tabitha? He said that he now sees, now he's against God. He doesn't believe God exists, Brother Patterson. But he says now that he sees value in religion. You know why? Because religion will stand in the face of a radical Islamic nation because he sees it. He, he said that, that uh, a, a tempted uh, secular society will not stand in the face of, of a radical Islam, but religious folks will. And are we not called for such a time as this? Listen, I, I, the church that I pastor, they wouldn't be, okay. I, I, I tell the church quite often, when you look at David's mighty men, it's exciting. They were, they were, they were men's men, Brother Adam. They were, they were God's men, Brother Nate. They were good men. They were amazing men. Not all the time. Because you go back to the cave of Adullam, they were the derelicts of society. You know, Brother, and I, and I hate calling my church, they were a bunch of derelicts, but they were drug addicts, a gamblers. They were sinners, and now they're, they're on community boards. They got jobs, Brother Patterson. They're paying their tithes. They're blessing God with their substance. They're, they're, they're upstanding citizens in the community. And Brother Champion, I tell them, you guys deserve a good pastor. You should have Brother Harrelson come pastor you now because I don't feel qualified. Well, because I was comfortable when we were a bunch of derelicts, when we were the underdogs, when... When we were just meeting down in the bad part of town and, and w- God, I want you to use me wherever you can use me. I don't care if it's up here or down here, but God, wherever you want me. You see, you won't get there when your heart is drawn to the world. You just won't. Friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Back to cognitive dissonance. Your perception isn't reality. We've never been in bondage. Yeah. What about your grandpa? We've never had issues in our family. What about your great-grandpa? What about, what about your heritage? Well, well, let's talk about your family tree for a second. You, you, have, you don't have, yeah, okay, never mind. Let's have the altar call. Because what? We don't want to talk about it. Reality is we don't, shouldn't really have to talk about it. Because God says, I don't care. I just want the sin out of your heart. I just want you to love me with all your heart, all your soul, all of it, all of it. Genesis chapter 19. Genesis chapter 19 and verse 17. And it came to pass 
when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. You go, oh, here he goes. Sodom and Gomorrah. I already dealt with it earlier. But just go with me for a second here. Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain lest thou be consumed. Humanity hasn't changed since then, Brother Justin. Why? Let's go to the next scripture, verse 18. I want you to love me with all your heart. Not so, Lord. It's football, Sunday. Not so, Lord. It's NASCAR weekend. Uh-uh. I'm not giving you everything. i got to hold some things back. God says, I want all of you, and he's still reaching. You want to be an effect in your community? I want all. That church that I pastor, we, we, our outreach, not, not your outreach or my outreach, but I'm just saying in general, a lot of times the church says we, we're going to reach the young people of our community by being just a, an easy alternative to the world. We just change the words to the song, and, and we got the same. We're we just going to be just one step away. And don't you know the world does Listen, I've, I know I'm a weirdo from California, but listen, and I pastor a bunch of weirdos too. Yeah, oh man, we love the word of God. What is it? It's not just one step away from the world, but the world wants different. They already know what the world has. They don't want it. They, they, they don't want that. They don't want flossing for Jesus. They don't want dabbing for Jesus. They, they want something different. They want something. They want deliverance. I t- my wife, she, she teaches at this community college. and So they come in and they say, well, Mrs. Royer, Mrs. Royer, we want you to feel empowered. And a lot of churches today say, we want you to feel empowered, Brother Patterson. Reality of it is, Brother Harrelson, God doesn't want you to feel empowered. He wants you to be empowered. There is a big difference. We just want you to feel like you're a million. <laughs> no, God says, I'm going to take all that out of your heart, and you're going to have joy, peace, happiness. Long so- hmm. Lot begins to argue with the Lord. Not so, my Lord. Behold, now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight. Thou hast magnified thy mercy. He begins to pontificate. He, using big words, I cannot escape to that mountain. Look at my kids and my wife. She's tired. And ah, Lest some evil, there might be evil that comes on me before I get to the mountain. Lest some evil take me and I die. Behold, now this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. It's a small, it's a small town. Oh, driving around yesterday, Brother Harrelson, I'm looking at Dothan going, I'd love to live in Dothan. Brother, champion drove me through Headland, and I'm looking there, and I'm going, there's not a church here. I don't think there's, I didn't see a church, Brother Champion, I didn't see a church over there. I'm looking, I'm going, man, I'd love to live in Headland. That's my kind of town. I'd like my boys to grow up in small town America. It's just what it is. God's blessed us. We, he's blessed us a lot. And 
but I would like that. I don't like my kids being exposed to stuff that's coming to your community now. And I don't like my, my daughter, Claire Lee, just come in. I, she's precious to me, and I don't want her exposed to certain things. And what is it? I would love to live here. But in reality, Brother Justin, I want to be where God wants me to be. I want to do what God wants me to do. I'm sure I've run out of time a long time ago. Listen, we get we get in position and we go. I have arrived. I have found the Pentecostals of Dothan. And we sit down. Oh, you're, that is terrible. I got holes in my socks. But it's okay. My boys get them, and they run them out on concrete and everything. Sorry. Brother Adam, I apologize. We have arrived. We got here the other night after traveling. It felt so good to walk back there and just take my shoes off. <sighs> We have, we have arrived. We've, Brother Harrelson, we got to the Pentecostals of Dothan. We're all good now. And God says, no, no, this is just the beginning. I want you to do something. I, I've got things for you to do, Brother Justin. I got people I want you to pray for. I've got people that I want you to touch. I got people that need to be saved. And they're only going to be saved through you. We like getting in. We, we like just, I have arrived, but God says, you haven't arrived. What is it? I've got some work for you to do. But we like safety. We really do. The angel says unto him, see, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, and I will not. Now notice what he says here. I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken, Verse 22, haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou come thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. And the sun was risen. Now, now notice what, go back to 22. I'm not, I cannot do anything until what? You get in the city. Okay, listen. I can't destroy it until you get into safety. And the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. They got to the Pentecostals of Dothan. They got into safety. They got in a safe place. They were safe. I've, I've made it. There was something there in her heart, though. Then the Lord rained down, verse 24, then the Lord rained down upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the habitation of the cities that, which grew upon the ground. Verse 26. But she was in the church. She was in safety. She was in a place of safety. But her heart said, I love something outside. 
I love the world. Church, if we're not careful, you're going to find yourself on a church pew and your heart is looking outside. Don't you know that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. What is it? God's calling you. God is reaching for you and saying, I want you to be my beloved. I want you to be my peculiar people, my set-apart people. But you're not going to be separated if you don't separate yourself. If you don't get this lust out of your heart for the world. Let's stand. stand. God, you know this church today. God, you know what you laid on my heart. Lord, I pray that I delivered it to the best of my ability. And now I laid, Lord, at this church. What are we going to do? When you read the reactions in Acts chapter 2, they were pricked in their heart and said, men and brethren, what what must we do? Stephen, in it being stoned, he, he preached this message. And, and, and there he was, I believe, in the Sanhedrin. And what was their response? He gave them the gospel. He preached them. And, and they got so angry. The Bible says they gnashed at him with their teeth. Are you going to eat this preacher today? What is your response going to be? God, what must I do? I'm going to chew the preacher up and I'm going to spit him out. I'm going to have a hellish response. Come on, somebody. God's reaching for you. He's saying, I want all. I want, listen, these are the last days. We're coming into the, listen, I, 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 I don't know if you know this or not, but you know, when you read Revelation, Brother Harrelson, when you, it doesn't matter if Trump gets elected or not, it's not getting any better. It's not getting any better. And iniquity would abound, and the love of many would wax cold. Not a famine of food or water, not a famine of food or, but a famine of hearing the word of God. Preacher, I want the word. I want to know, thus saith the Lord. I want to know what God wants me to do. God wants you. He wants every part of you. Brother Harrelson, I'm not sure what else to do. If if you would like to come make this altar call. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I really, God is reaching. God is reaching. I think we ought to pray. I think everybody that will, if you want to come up here in this altar, we ought to repent. We ought to ask the Lord to touch our hearts, reorient our priorities, help us do the will of God. If you feel like you want to be dismissed, I will just dismiss and you can...